0: Everybody, welcome to episode 112 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont.
1: I am another host, Paul Robinson, and we are here today to bring you some great, great content. Just
0: bring that down a couple notches. Okay. That's a little, the decibels are a little loud. I'm very in excited. the headphones. I'm very
1: excited. Watch some stuff. We watch some things. Yeah. No, we did.
0: It's a great observation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. very proud of you.
1: But if you want us to watch your things, why don't you go ahead and uh, message us on the Instagram yeah. or, you know, the emails. It's yeah. at Film on the Instagram, mm-hmm. gogorillafilm at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us. A, we love reading your guys' uh, guys's and gals's, uh, You know, correspondence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So keep them coming.
0: Yeah. So uh, this episode almost didn't happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Right under the, right to the wire there, right under it. Just a hair.
1: Yeah, that would have not been good.
0: I don't think that we've ever done an episode where you have not yawned at some point.
1: Well, you know, I'm a very busy man. And so uh, I must yawn to, you know, expel some of that energy. Um,
0: So hopefully everybody uh, listening uh, is is good from the hurricane. Uh, Mm -hmm. We got a little bit walloped a little bit walloped by it. Not as bad as the uh, tornado two years ago, but, mm. um, man, we got a little walloped by this bitch. So we had no power. We just got power back last night. So, uh, it was almost our first week without being able to post
1: yeah. an episode. We would have figured something out.
0: Yeah. I don't see how, yeah. I don't know what you're figuring out. There's no other way to do that.
1: Yeah, we would have just done it on our phone.
0: So, um, and, uh, yeah. So, but we're here and, uh, we've got the we. Why? the power
1: mm-hmm.
0: so uh you've also you you've uh you got we have a little uh extra guest here today
1: uh, we do yeah who's that
0: so we got, we got a little uh, company
1: company yeah mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is it my heavy arm
0: yeah your arm's very heavy
1: very heavy arm yeah yeah i got i got a tattoo
0: you got a tattoo
1: yeah went down to the city and masked up and uh got myself a tattoo yeah finally yeah figures you know Best time to get a tattoo is during a pandemic. Oh,
0: well, I mean, <laughs> you know, you know, we think differently, but whatever, you know,
1: nothing like having a big open wound in your arm during a pandemic.
0: <laughs> yeah. It sounds um, like perfect time. Yeah,
1: I got a tattoo. Um, it's in a, a 1912 patent of a Bill and Howell ta- uh, camera. Um, I just, I don't know. I love the, the style of it. You know, I look 1912 stuff usually looks pretty cool. Just that year? Uh, yeah, just 19, 1911. Forget it.
0: 1913. <laughs> really, yeah, Fuck that year.
1: It's too, too, too much. But it's, it's very. It was a very. When I came, I, I was looking for a tattoo that I wanted to, um, kind of represent my love for filmmaking. And I thought that this, uh, you know, having some kind of cameras, obviously, on your arm is, you know, cliche. But I really fell in love with this kind of aesthetic of, of patent mm-hmm. and how especially old patents and how they look and were drawn and everything and um, it almost kind of has like a steampunk feel to it in terms of the yeah, style Yeah. Um, not quite but you know some old mechanics like real like um,
0: I think to uh, a layman it just looks like a really weird fishing rod no um, yeah and then like the the shutter here uh, looks like uh, some kind of like a, a pocket watch yeah from like a series of unfortunate events or something like yeah, somebody coming at you of. would be like, wow, why is there a pocket watch or a compass or something like they They wouldn't get it. Yeah. You've already gotten the questions of like,
1: hey, it's not, what for, is that? It's not for them to get.
0: Yeah. It definitely it's has a, a self-expression. It has a myself. fishing rod look to it. If you don't know what you're looking at, um, because yeah, a but lot a fishing of fishing
1: rod from 1912. <laughs> so <laughs> sure.
0: But yeah. it still has that. It still has that look to it. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like you're like a typical uh, identifiable type of camera. It's right. something that if you don't really know what it is, you wouldn't know what it is. Right. Just because of the the shapes and things, I think people are going to think it's some kind of like compass and a fishing rod.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm an avid fisher
1: yep. and
0: I like to make sure that I know where I am at all times. <laughs> yeah. So I thought I'd have a pocket watch or a compass with it.
1: A compass? Um, Compass, compass, compass. There's no, there's no U in it.
0: There's No U. It's an O.
1: Compass, compass.
0: I didn't say campus.
1: <laughs> compass, compass. Anyway,
0: anyhow, yeah. So, uh, so we have, uh, we have a little extra weight, and then in the, in the episodes to come from here, here and forever, they'll only get heavier. Yeah.
1: Well, we. If you, have we your way. you say that because. You feel like whenever you see somebody that has a a tattoo on their arm or forearm or something, you feel like their arm looks heavier. I like
0: things to be even, and you already have a tattoo on that arm, and I just, I don't understand why you wouldn't put it on the other arm to just even it out. It just... (laughs)
1: It's just, well, eventually I'll get something on this arm.
0: Like when somebody some is sleeved on one arm, it's so distracting to me. I mm. can't look at anything else. I'm always like, oh my God, that arm has all this stuff. The other arm has nothing on it. It's, it's so I'd have to like either just, it's either like a hundred percent yeah whole hog, you're double sleeved, but one sleeve makes me crazy. Yeah. I'm really weird about stuff like that. It's like, you know. Sometimes
1: Um, it takes a while, you know, it's a, it's, you know, it's a bit of money. Cracks
0: and things that, that phobia people have of like holes and stuff. I don't like that. The back of a like a toad's back with the holes.
1: Yeah.
0: Lotus, like the lotus blossom pod with like creepy little holes in it. Yeah. It's just, I have like a weird thing about that. I don't know why. So I always think like when I see somebody with a heavy tattoo on like any part of their body, I'm like, man, that must feel weird. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, you don't feel it at all, but whatever. Um, yeah. So, uh, so before we get into, before we get into it, we'll just go with, we'll just go with, you know, we usually talk about different things, like whatever. Um, Topics, if you will. So, uh, Charlie Kaufman's new film, I'm thinking of ending things is, I cannot wait for this. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how this is good. I think it's, it's going to be out on Netflix in September, I think. So I'm excited for that. Right. I am all for this shit, just like going straight into streaming and i don't know that this movie would have made it into theaters i think it was it was funded by netflix so that was Mm -hmm. always the intention but um i don't know all all the filmmakers out there that think netflix was uh the worst thing that's ever happened to film i could not disagree with you anymore i know i I love that i can watch a trailer to something and that's the thing is netflix doesn't do hey this is this movie that we made uh look out for it june 2024 I and mean, you know, it's all right. They show it to you a month before they drop it. Yes, thank you. I got a month. I'm gonna wait a month. I'm gonna watch that. It's gonna be great. All right. I do have to wait two years. There's so many films that I have on my prime list that I put on my list, like on my phone list. I have lists all over the place of films. I have like YouTube. I have a YouTube folder that I have shit that I wanna see. <laughs> I have like in my notes. And then I have it, my prime list of films that I saw the trailers for almost two years ago. hmm. And I didn't even know they dropped. You know, you go yeah. on Prime and it's like, oh, rent it for six hours. I'm like, when the hell did this get here? I haven't like, because <laughs> they, they don't go to the theater. You know, it, you just don't know where the hell things are. And it takes yeah. so long that you forget about them. If I yeah. didn't have a list, I would forget 80% of the things that I find online that I, I really want to watch. Because I can't keep track of all of them. I watch an obscene amount of movies and shows. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, really looking forward to that. Charlie Kaufman, you know, he's, a, he's an acquired taste uh mm-hmm. and spotless mind like if you didn't like was that that was like a an animation and anomalisa? anomalisa yeah or something like that um it's it's he's an acquired taste his stuff is always like like weird realmy time like where what's yeah. happening here um but the cast is insane so i got my jesse plemons mm-hmm. uh check I got Tony Collette, check. both of them on my actors list, by the way, yeah. that we had made last week.
1: Yeah, so check it great. out. Last week's podcast, both on we there. Talk about our inspirations. And they stuff. were both
0: on there. And, an, and a, new, a new actor for me, not new like I haven't seen her before, I have, but um, I, I, I couldn't quite put her on my list because I need to see a little bit more, but Jesse Buckley has now kind of become bigger um, in the States and movies in the States. Uh, of course, I knew who she was, but once I saw her in Criminal... I was like, "Oh, hold the phone." Mm-hmm. Cuz she played that character so differently than I thought she was going to. It was freaking amazing. Mm. So she's really really good. So I'm looking forward to to seeing that. Porsche's. Um For and so sure. uh the next the next bit of news ironically is something that I am not going with the uh with the crowd on go okay. figure. Weird. Go figure. Uh that I would I would resist it. Mhm everyone's panties are in a twist about this Mulan thing. Yeah. I think it's fucking great.
1: So for those of you that don't know, problems Mulan with is going to be released on Disney plus for an extra 30 bucks.
0: 30 bucks. Yeah. What the hell is 30 bucks? In
1: September or something? In
0: comparison to what, so I messaged you about this and you had the same response as everyone yeah. else. Fuck that. That's an insane price. And I'm like, okay, hold the phone. All right. When was the last time you went to a theater on a Saturday night? We tend not to do that for two reasons. A, it's expensive. B, way too many people. Mm-hmm. So, but the few times that we have gone, the last time that we went to the movies on a Saturday was when we went uh, with Brandon and Becky to see Joker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so um, we had to pre-order the tickets because it was in the IMAX or the whatever, the, yeah, hell, yeah. the Dolby, whatever that Um And so you have to, you know, you have to pick your seats and all this crap ahead of time. So I had ordered the tickets. And for, for the four of us with service charges, it came to almost $80. Mm-hmm. No popcorn. <laughs> I had no beverage. I didn't have a tasty beverage. I had nothing. Yeah. I had seats. I had four seats for almost $100. Okay. And oh, I can't we'll see get that up. that recline. I can't get up in the middle of that.
1: Can't pause it. To go
0: pee-pees. Yeah. I can't uh, eat whatever I want in the middle. I couldn't do any of that. So I don't understand if you've gone to the movies with a family of four or even as a couple... You're not leaving the theater for less than thirty dollars. Even if you if you if you sneak in your snacks like we do, mm-hmm. you're spending about thirty dollars if you're in those in those theaters. If you go on a Sunday at ten a.m., okay, you got in for seventeen.
1: Yeah, but you know what it is. It's, what it's, is the problem? It's the initial sticker shock of of seeing that something is going to be <laughs> something something is going to be provided on a service that you already pay for and then you have additional but money on top is of it not part no of i know service. but I, I, i'm just telling you that that's that's most people like if someone but was to say stupid. hey this movie is going to be released on netflix for 20 bucks that's stupid it's like well i already pay for netflix why am i going to pay and more money for you know what i mean then I just release he- it on demand and don't put it on only on Disney plus it be you know what I mean like Why not? do you have to then do it's you have Disney. to have have
0: you ever been to Disney but then like, do you have
1: to have a subscription to Disney plus to rent the movie probably right so now you got to pay if you I'll don't have Disney Plus, it. then you got to pay that first
0: of all we don't we I don't even know if we're paying for Disney plus yet we got it free for a year I don't remember when it came out uh but if you had Verizon or whatever you yeah, got it yeah. for a year so there's that like let's just get that well, out of the way some us. people that's aren't just... even paying for that Oh That's Yeah, anecdotal. Yeah. We're the only two people in the world who use Verizon for our phones. Uh, we're, Feels like we're, we're the two fans. Um, you you are not you're not nothing is being taken away from you that you otherwise would have had. This right. is what what I think is asinine when people start going crazy about. Oh, so and there first of all, there were tons of these comments about so I'm just play, paying for Disney plus for nothing. Uh, no, did you watch the fucking Mandalorian? Because first of all, 90% of people that got n- that Disney Plus was to watch The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Let's be realistic. If you didn't have children, you got it because you wanted to watch The Mandalorian. So you justified paying for an entire different service so you could watch a show. Mm-hmm. Then you found additional stuff on there, sure. But a lot of people signed up so that they could watch that. Mm-hmm. Disney never, ever promised new productions on this platform that is never what it was intended for it has all of their other stuff all of you can watch every disney film on there except for the really racist ones i think they took those off Mm -hmm. um but you can watch everything all of their cartoons all of their stop motion even the extras all the everything from pixar you have all this crap that's on there and it's really not that expensive and people are blowing their tops over the fact that They have to pay $30 to watch a movie that would have never been available on that platform anyway. If you wanted to see Mulan, you would have had to have gone to the theater. Also, I can't help but notice that the majority of people that were upset about this would have never gone to watch Mulan anyway. It was like a real, just this, this, a mixed bag of people that I'm like, I don't see you jumping at the, you know, chomping at the bit to To watch Mulan. You're just, you just want to be in an outrage. About something because a big corporation is charging money for something. If you have ever been to Disney World? You know that this is not a company. Thirty that bucks is, will
1: get you a small soda. I
0: can get a, a, a <laughs> box of popcorn, okay, with Mickey yeah. on it. This is not a corporation or a company that makes habit of offering really affordable accoutrement, if yeah. you will. They're expensive, and but they're it's no more expensive. Like I said, than going to the theater. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. Do you want to go to the theater? No, right? Okay, so sit your ass down, pay the $30, and watch the movie if you want. If you don't, then
1: don't. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think it's a matter, like, for me, easy. when I first saw it, I was like, well, it was the, like, being released on a service that you have to pay for as well is, like, kind of, it, it seems, re- it is redundant. Whether it's fair or not, it is redundant, obviously, because you're paying twice. But then, like, you know, Disney's also going to be releasing a bunch of Marvel shows on there um, eventually, um, and those shows will just be shows that are on there. They're not charging for those either. And they're going to be... They're certainly the going to be much more money expensive. they
0: spent on that movie.
1: Yeah, they're spending way more on those shows. Before just, having seen just the trailer. FYI.
0: Before having seen that trailer, I probably... I have to be honest. I don't think I ever finished watching the Mulan cartoon. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I saw the trailer and I was like, this actually looks very interesting. It was very mature if yeah. you will it didn't feel like a disney film and i was like this actually looks really beautiful and mm-hmm. i wanted to see it in the theater because it's this to me was one of those movies that would be good on you know yeah, big yeah. screen or whatever and so i, I don't know i mean if, i would have watched it if it was in the theater and safe it's not I don't have a problem. Look, like, if you don't have thirty dollars, then this isn't a priority to you anyway. If you if thirty dollars is literally going to break the the bank, and I'm not being facetious when I say that, it's a bad time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, then it's then you're not worried about this. Yeah. If you can afford it and just think that it's not fair, don't freaking rent it. Look, as I was saying, they spent a lot of money on this, and we can argue that films cost way too much on what you know, the the, the No, the, we can't the, argue
1: because the fact is films cost the, way too much. The exuberance of costs it's just and fact.
0: you know, that that's not that that's, shouldn't
1: people shouldn't get paid their their worth, no, of but course. I just but mean, when you're you know, spending three hundred million dollars on a film, when it's like, come when on. low
0: budget when we talk about a low budget film spending twenty thousand dollars to repaint a basketball gym floor, you mm. can only imagine what a an eighty million dollar film, the crazy expenses and yeah. the the extremes that they go for stuff. So and I'm not, I, I, I don't, look, I have a tiny violin, all right? I'm playing my tiny violin for Disney. They lost like billions of dollars or something like that since this pandemic. When mm-hmm. you consider how much money they make every day in those parks and the parks were closed and now they're, at, I don't even think they're at half capacity, really. Um, I don't know what's going on in Florida. It's probably going to blow up soon. That, mm-hmm. that state is just a mess. Mm-hmm. Sorry for our Florida fans, but you guys have, it's a doozy over there. Well, um, it's not their fault. No, it's not, but it's, they're still there. Yeah. It's still happening Sucks to them. them. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like, how much longer Disney's going to function or not, you know. Yeah. Please, I just, I want to get there when Tron. Please just finish Tron. I want to get on Tron and, and and Ratatouille. I have to get mm-hmm. on those two rides. First world problems. Um, but they lost a lot of money. So now is not the time. You really think that now when they've lost all this money that they're going to be like, let's just put it on streaming for everyone to watch. Hell no. They want all the money. They're not going to share that money with Netflix and Prime. They yeah. want the, They need to make their money back somehow. Yeah. As it is, they're not going to make what they had expected on ticket sales. Well, so- that's,
1: that's the one thing I will say is that this is definitely going to be interesting to see. It's going to be a—I a, a, mean, maybe Mulan isn't the best kind of gauge of it, but— mm-hmm. um, because, like you said, I don't know how well that would have done it. I, th- I think it would have done well. It would have but
0: done pretty good. But...
1: It wouldn't have been like. Anyway, um, it'll be interesting to see how much money it makes, you know? And I think a lot of that yeah. will determine what they feel like they're going to do in the future, especially if it does make a lot of money. If they're able to make a lot of money off Mulan releasing it this way, then, um, then I think that they may do that with a lot more films. AMC's you
0: know? not mad about it, apparently. Oh, no. No. The. Whoever the whole.
1: Well, you don't want to piss off Disney because the, they'll just
0: the Jeff, just... Be- the Jeff uh, Bezos or whatever.
1: That's What's Amazon that guy.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Jeff Bezos of of AMC, A- AMC. whoever the hell yeah. uh, is in charge there. Um, he's he's not mad about it. I had, I didn't read the whole article, but I had seen something mm. about it. like they're they're OK with it. Um because it's somehow going to work out. There, uh, well, there was a whole strategy for it. Or, well, yeah, not I that mean, they have a choice, look, but... You AMC
1: know. can go after Universal or whoever, but they're not going to go after Disney. The, the amount of money that they make off Disney yeah. films is astronomical. They're going to need
0: they're, to be nice. If
1: Disney would have <laughs> really like, no, we're not going to AMC theaters, they'd close.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't do that, though, because AMCs, there aren't many theaters left, honestly, especially after all this. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a lot of theaters that are gone, so they kind of need each other in that way.
1: Well, that's what. Yeah, that's what. Unless um, this,
0: unless this is successful,
1: that's what I'm saying. And <laughs> then they'll
0: be like, I think,
1: up. I think AMC ice is, cream truck. Yeah, I think AMC is is assuming that it's not going to do well, and we'll see. We'll see how it does. I guess we'll be watching it. Apparently. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I wanted to see it. I will say that I definitely I would have gone to the theater and seen it. So yeah, okay, I guess wait, like we, it's it's the thirty dollar thing. Like you said, it's not the it's not the price. I guess for me, it's just the. Um, That initial kind of thing without even like really thinking it through and being like, yeah, we would spend more money and going to the theater is annoying and blah, blah, blah. I guess it's just that like thing of being like, well, it's on a service I already pay for. That's crazy because the redundancy. And so, yeah, I mean, it's still like whatever, but. You it's know. a
0: service, you know, you know, I, I could see maybe
1: if our, T, if our TV was a little bit bad. I mean, we you know that our TV is kind of like crappy. <laughs> if we had a bigger TV, um, yeah, I'll just that would... pull that money straight out my butthole. <laughs> then we um, then uh, it, it may be a different story. But, you know, our little 40, 46 inch something or other. That's what she said. Yeah.
0: hell, hopefully not. Jesus Christ. um, <laughs> Keeping it clean. It's a family show. It's never been a family show. I have far too filthy a mouth to ever run yeah. a family show uh fucking so, A. <laughs> so i am uh yeah so I, i'm not mad at it i think that's very
1: interesting to me and uh, yeah
0: you were like i i felt like you
1: because you're like we're looking we we're just looking at movies and you're like 4.99 to rent this get the <laughs> fuck out of here
0: <laughs> um only because so many of the movies that i want to watch here's here's my problem with this like I don't know when this movie was available on Prime. Like, did it come out last week or seven months ago? Who knows? Because I watched it two years ago, the trailer. So I have no idea how long it's been on there. If it's been on there for nine months, why is there still a rental? I guess I assume, you know, we pay for this to whatever. What I had said was I don't mind paying, but I feel like I hate even saying this. I hate giving Amazon any more money. Fucking assholes. But why not offer oh, like asshole. yeah but you know he's not the only yeah, one that yeah. runs that
1: company there are True. he
0: he does have his close plenty his, of good people minions. at the
1: amazon though i will say
0: yeah the people the, the workers that get screwed yeah, unfortunately in the ones stuff. that are doing all the work yeah. um i don't understand why it's not like okay so you have amazon prime and you have all these these movies that are available to you however for an extra eight dollars a month you can then get the movies that whatever, or even $10 a month mm. or something. There's too many movies that I'd want to watch. I'd go through like $35, $40 yeah. worth of films that I want to watch in a month. So I have to kind of wait. Um, I'll say,
1: I will say, though, what's interesting?
0: But, it, but, mm. sorry, but it, it is... No, please. It, I'm going to just cut you off because you do it to me all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love... Mm. Um, it's really not bad to... You find a film that you're really interested in. it's like two ninety nine to rent. That's yeah. pretty friggin' decent.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. That go was ahead. Like, I think Blockbuster used to charge more. Um but like so what's what's interesting is that yeah, Blockbuster <laughs> RIP. Um is that so There's now there's going to be a lot of films that are going to be coming to streaming that you can rent online um that normally would may go to the theater, mm-hmm. you know, especially indie films. Yeah. And a lot of the people that are making indie films that never would go to a theater well now those people are kind of in the same playing field as the people that may be in the theater because you go to amazon or whatever service you use um and their box art could be right next to yours you know and so now it's just a matter of is i mean unfortunately it's the matter of is the poster art cool and is the trailer cool and and when it comes to marketing those are your two biggest things you know so um, and is there a trailer? Because some people don't have trailers on there,
0: and that drives me nuts.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they're on like make
0: a trailer. <laughs> yeah, everything should have a trailer. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Anyway, it's enough of enough of the tangent so. it over. Uh, we 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 watched two very different things. Yes. Both having to do with wilderness, though, ironically. Uh, but so the the mm-hmm. first uh, film that we watched was a documentary. Your favorite? We were well. Okay. It is a documentary. If you go online, it is listed as a documentary. Um, we were about to have the, what do you want to do? And I was like, I'm just fucking watching this. How about that?
1: <laughs> That's all I wanted. Actually, That's no, all I, want from you. I
0: just started watching it. Cause I assumed you were going to go back to work. Hmm. So I didn't even think you were going to get invested in it. And then you were waiting for something and you wound up, you got sucked in. Cause I know what I'm doing with you yeah. with certain films. I'm like, if he gets interested, knows how to play he'll, me. he'll sit down and watch this. I already know he's gonna And so I can, I can sort of tell like within the first 10 minutes, if something grabs your attention the right way, if you're gonna take the time out to watch it, so it was called "Once Is Enough," which is a story about Jeffrey James. I think it's Binny, might be Binny, but I think mm-hmm. it's Binny, uh, who is also the director. It's a, a film about him. Right. Uh, he's also a comedian. I think he was on The Late Show at one point, many, many, many moons ago, mm-hmm. beginning of his career or something. Um, so it's it's a documentary about um, like partly it, it's. Partly with his stand up in it.
1: Well, that's the thing is is it is a documentary, I guess, but it's also part stand up special. So it's it's interesting. I I like the format. I thought it was very uh, engaging that that whole format of it because you know um, he's funny, you know, and this story is is very inspiring too. So it's like this, but you're getting kind of both of those, and it, it it they married those two worlds together really well.
0: Yeah, I really liked the. Um... I, I really liked the documentary part of it. Um, mm-hmm. The 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 stand-up was funny, but it was like I was in it for the documentary, so I yeah. was just waiting for the next, you know, the, the next jump for it to go back to that. And so the, the story is following um, the death of his mother and his decision, whilst in the waiting room of the hospital, he picks up, uh, I guess, one of these, like, outdoorsy sports like runner's, like runner's magazine or something like that and uh they're talking about um 100k
1: yeah run yeah, an ultra or, marathon like, like
0: ultra marathon things and he 100 thinks mile. yeah sorry yeah. whatever it is i don't know uh he thinks ironically enough uh whilst overweight and not, not taking a jab because he says that several times out of shape and overweight uh hey why don't i just do that which is not Normally, what someone in that shape would do because you train for these things forever and it's Mm -hmm. a way of life and this and that. So he hires, uh, I guess, a famous marathon runner Mm -hmm. uh, in England to sort of train him. I think he had five weeks, if I remember correctly.
1: I want to say he had more than that, but maybe not. Was it? I don't remember. I feel like it was more, but...
0: All right. Well, whatever. I think it was... I don't know. I think it was five weeks, something like that. And uh, (laughs) Okay. Okay. Whatever. You're wrong. Um, And... He, he, well, I won't give away like how it, how it works, but, um, it's just a really interesting journey Yeah. because you're, you're going on you know, the camera crew's there and of uh, of course he's got like, I guess a GoPro or something yeah. attached to him. So you're kind of going, although there was audio, so I don't know, like, I don't know. They have audio. But, yeah, no, but I, I would have, I, I don't know how annoying that is. Cause I didn't hear like crunch, crunch, crunch against his, you know, clothing yeah. and stuff. No, I mean, no, no. it was pretty clean audio on, um, uh, so he, you know, he's recording it on on his end and then you're at all the stop points, I guess. Um, those things are brutal. I just don't know why the hell anybody oh my God. would do that in good shape, let alone not being in shape for it.
1: Yeah, it's insane. I I, I just feel like, uh, I mean, it's a very inspiring story, very sad story. Um, and he's certainly um, engaging to watch and, and the format was really interesting. And yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed watching it. It wasn't. Um, you know, it was one of the better documentaries, I think. Slash yeah. stand-up specials. <laughs> um, if
0: you go on IMDb; it says it's a documentary. Okay. Yeah. Jeez.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's an interesting bag. I I I liked it. You know, uh, I don't want to I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, it's yeah because it, cool. if we
0: talk about how it goes down, then you'll know what happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, because what happens isn't what I thought would happen. I will say. Yeah.
0: That. Yeah. yeah. But it just, um, I don't know. I don't know how the hell people do that. I really don't know how people do that. You have this weather change. You have like, you get up in the morning, it's freezing cold. At night, it's freezing cold. But then during the day, it's like 100 degrees or something. It's just, you're all over the place. And And those people
1: that like run it and when they're done, it's like they have to recuperate for like a week because it's like the damage that it does to your body. And your body, like you have to stop. Your body from shutting down because when you run that much, your body wants to shut down your organs to kind of protect yeah. itself. And it's like, well, then maybe that's a hint that maybe you know, maybe do fifty miles. I don't know what to tell you. Like that's just so crazy to me.
0: Yeah, because I, I you can
1: feel just as a, as accomplished, you know, because you're you're finishing a marathon. It doesn't have to be hundred miles. If I made it, it's just so crazy. People I made die it doing it.
0: Ten miles, I would be pleased to punch with myself right now yeah. because what. Uh, what if you don't know much about marathons and I honestly didn't uh, when I hear ultra marathons, I don't know why I didn't picture them this way. Um, but I have heard about people uh, sort of letting loose mm-hmm. um, that this is a common thing to happen. Your body's going through all these changes uh, physically in mm-hmm. terms of weather and, and you know, uh, you're exhausted and uh, but then you're also timed. So. What I found really crazy about it is it's not just, I mean, obviously you can't take two weeks to get somewhere, yeah. you know, there's going to be a cutoff, but I didn't think it was as restrictive as yeah. it was. And to think that you can go, you could be at at the 90 mile marker and if you're 30 seconds late, it was all for naught. Yeah. That's it. You didn't make it. The yeah. whole thing was for nothing. You didn't make it, uh, which... I'm looking at it as hell. I made mean, it 90
1: yeah.
0: miles, but
1: someone might be like, "I was just 10 miles." Yeah, early. you
0: were 10 miles away, and you know, people just training and training for this, and then you don't make it um, because you didn't get in under that time. And there were there were moments where you could see people, like if he was coming close to the to the cutoff, there were people way behind them that you're like, "Oh my god, they're not going to make that." Yeah. Um, I'd and you still know, go. Like, I'd be like, you don't have to count me, but I'm finishing this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I made it me off? way too far yeah. for you to tell me that I can't keep going.
1: And you know, because you have like all the, you know, all the GPS and you have the clocks and, and everything. So you know what your rate is and if you'll make it and how fast you need to be to make it before the cutoff for the next station or whatever. And so, you know, in advance that it's not going to work. So I, if you're like... If you barely made one and you're, you are yeah. you haven't picked up pace, you're like, well, I'm not going to make the next one. If you're one, so struggling by now. the second
0: yeah. mark, it's over. <laughs>
1: like, I don't know, man. It's so crazy. And I didn't know. Like, I always thought that you – maybe I didn't think that you literally run the whole time. But there's, like, you stop and take a break for, like, ten minutes or a half that, hour or whatever well, and then start running again. So it's not – And that's my ignorance of how marathons worked, you know?
0: Yeah, I didn't think it would be like that. I thought—because you have—here's the thing. You don't sleep, it appears. 30 hours.
1: I don't understand that. I mean, I
0: I understand it on a physical standpoint now because once you stop, your body is not going to let you get back up. Once you've been, you know, going for 50 miles straight— you try to take a nap for 30 minutes and you're done. Your yeah. legs are going to be, you know, there's just atrophy and, and mm-hmm. you can't, you're exhausted. Um, but so there's not just exerting yourself. It's the sleep deprivation on top of it. So think of the most, um, the most difficult day that you've had physically yeah and after nine or ten hours I just think of like filming right mm-hmm. a, a day that we have had a ten hour day to film, and we are moving around and we're tired and you've just been picking things up, pick things up, put things down, mm-hmm. you're exhausted, and you just want to lay down, yep. but you can't instead you're gonna run <laughs> yeah <laughs> here's what we're gonna do instead of sleeping and resting our body we're gonna make our body do more until we get to this mark so um yeah. i I don't know how the hell people do this. I think, yeah, they did say some people have died trying or Mm -hmm. whatever. I always wonder, like, what happens if you have... What if somebody starts having a heart attack?
1: Yeah. I mean, they have that. Because the people
0: behind you are going to be like, listen, that really sucks for you, but I got to keep going
1: Like, I'm barely gonna help. make the next.
0: I'll let them know when I get there to come yeah. back for you. You'll be dead. Oh yeah, it's... that's what I always think of. Like, what if there's an accident yeah. or you like break your ankle or I don't know, mm. fall? He did fall at one point. I will say that he yeah. did take a a tumble. And then seeing what your body looks like when you're done with something like mm-hmm. that, I think of the way toenails
1: coming off oh. and. God, oh, your feet are just Their destroyed. Feet, I'm not look. Just I, even like the training up until you destroy your feet.
0: I have an issue with feet. I don't like feet, but yeah. I cannot.
1: It's ironic. Tarantino's your favorite director.
0: I cannot watch toenails coming off. E- even fingernails. I have a thing about nail beds and nails. And even when it's obviously a special effect and a nail's coming off, I'm like, Bleh. I can watch someone get gutted from snoot to toot. No, yeah. no problem. But you pull off a toenail in a film and I'm dry heaving. Yeah. I can't do it. So I, I just, that the crazy thing to me was um, that I found interesting physically is the way everybody works differently. Right. I, you know, we like Oh, I'm so fat or whatever. And I, I am, I could stand to lose a few pounds, but anytime, you know, you say this to your nice supportive friends, they're like, you're not fat. You're, you're curvy or whatever. You're like, you're not fat. Um, I have far worse, cardio than somebody who is 80 pounds yeah. overweight and my height At, i.e. when i used to go to the gym a long long time ago there was a woman that i just despised <laughs> because if you're if your gym has your treadmills really close together which they usually are you know that when someone starts to run They just fuck up everybody's momentum on there. If you're doing a speed walk and they're running, you can feel every steps. I hated when people would stand next to me and start running because it's like, there's an empty one. Three down. Don't get next to me. Now you're going to mess me up. I would just get up and leave and go to another one because so this woman, she was a hugger in terms of the trap. She would go right next to you. Mm And she was pretty much the same height as me, probably 50 pounds heavier than I am. So clearly overweight for her height. She would haul ass on that treadmill for like 20 minutes straight. Yeah. Like a fucking gazelle. She would just be going off. I couldn't run that fast on a treadmill for two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So her cardio was far well, superior like this than guy. mine. He's,
1: he's probably That's but just his training unquote, quote, bigger alone. than me, and he could run at least 50 miles nonstop, and, and I started running again a little bit, and I can run a mile, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <what's, laughs> What just- is happening?
0: Cardio is different for different people. It's deceiving. You think because somebody's more overweight than another person that they're not going to be capable of doing yeah. something that the other can, and it's really weird that way. Like uh, he's a big dude, and I can't
1: run with the stupid tattoo heels.
0: No, you can. not Well, you wanted to be cool, so
1: it's the price of being cool.
0: Have fun with that. Um. Anyhow, uh, yeah. So I would, I would give it a, a, I would give it a, a watch. Yes, it's it's you know, you get the funnies from the stand up
1: would recommend
0: you get the documentary. They yeah. marry together. It's a good it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Um. OK, so we watched another film.
1: Changing gears.
0: Changing gears. We watched another film. This was a film that I'd seen the trailer for. I put it on my list. I was like, I want to watch that looked interesting, and uh, so I want to say it's about maybe a year old, I think came out in yeah. 2019, it might have been 2018, like
1: 2018, I think. I think they started think.
0: production in 2018, but it yeah. came out in 2019, and uh, so it was called The Ritual, which I imagine there probably has to be like 45 films that have
1: <laughs> that are named The Ritual. That's yeah. probably
0: my one gripe about this film, is like that title.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing with the film, Why does you everyone were like do that? you like, want to watch this, and we watch the trailer, and I was like, yeah, okay, we'll watch it, and I just figured it would be like, I don't know, we'll get into it. I don't okay,
0: know. so... <laughs> so um the ritual is uh, was directed by uh, David Bruckner I started to look at some of his other stuff there's another film that he has that I would really like to watch um because I, I totally forgot the actress's name get him on the show yeah we'll just you know, I'll just call him up and just, just use his cellular Davy um so David Bruckner was the director uh, I believe there are two writers Joe Barton and Adam Neville 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 mm-hmm. um okay so this was filmed on this was Canon, so this
1: was filmed on a Canon C700 and also a C300, um, but with
0: some pretty gnarly lenses. So. Yeah,
1: had some like hundred thousand dollars <laughs> a set lenses. Yeah,
0: so um, it's it looks beautiful, mm-hmm. um, which you know is is always it's it's kind of a requirement for us. Not always depending on the budget, but you know looking at the budget. Yeah. I was like, okay, I expect at least that. Um, they filmed in Romania, although it's supposed to take place in Switzerland.
1: Yeah, they used Vantage One lenses. I forgot to mention that. They
0: were very nice. Very, very nice. Um, okay, so a little bit weird about horror movies. I don't like modern horror movies.
1: It was northern Sweden.
0: Yeah, but it was Romania. You're right, it was they, actually, they actually in. Filmed in. And um, I, I usually don't like... Anything that's modern when it comes to scary movies. Yeah. Like excessive gore. Not because I can't, look, I grew up on Hellraiser. (laughs) So it's not that it, it's just those things were way more impressive when you were nine. Mm -hmm. and 10 and 15 now it's like all right i mean i've seen you know that's not so scary you're desensitized i'm desensitized to it so it takes a whole lot i'm far more interested in a story and so i'm i'm an a24 gal as you know i love their stuff i feel like they've got a good creep factor i could have seen this movie on there i'm surprised that it wasn't an a24 film because it definitely had that feel um
1: or even um uh what uh, uh uh
0: you're rubbing your fingers together.
1: Yeah. That like, it, um, it, it seems to me like it would have been one of those films. Uh, who, who's those guys that do the the? They do a lot of indie horror films. They just produced The Invisible Man. Um, uh, Blumhouse. Oh yeah. It seems Blumhouse. like Blumhouse. It Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Seems, uh, Blumhouse. Yeah,
0: I could see that. It
1: seems like it would have been or, um, like that. but it was you know it was a foreign film yeah. essentially.
0: I could yeah I could have seen that, but it, it felt like an A two four to me, and I was like, oh okay, this is so. Um, don't want to spoil things, but there might be slight spoilers. I don't know. I will say not the film I thought I was getting.
1: Right. I yeah, mean, me I kind
0: of, I kind of, uh, you you know, like, okay, there's this ominous weird thing in the woods, like, because the trailer tells you that. Um, But that's where the A24 thing came in for me, that mm-hmm. what's actually there and what's actually happening and the scare factor and everything was much more creative than yeah. I thought. I was going to get, I thought like, okay, it's going to be like some black mist or something typical or whatever. Uh, It was, it was, you know, it's pretty gnarly creature in there. Uh, Nicely done. It was. um, Yeah. I mean, for, for the most. He feels differently, obviously. Well,
1: just for the most part. I mean, the, the first two and a half acts or the, you know, the first eight tenths of this movie, super suspenseful, super creepy. I love how they were playing with the monster. First of all, the first the five minutes
0: into the film, I was like, "Whoa, yeah, this is different than I thought I was going to get." Okay, we're, we're they go right into
1: it. Yeah, and I love how they played with the creature and how I don't want to say camouflages itself, but just how it plays. The, the filmmaker plays with compositing the frames, and you know, something I don't, like I don't want to give too much away. But, you know, somebody will walk by the screen and it's a slow push in and it's like this creepy thing. And then right before they cut, there's just some subtle movement. You're like, what the fuck? That was there the whole time. But You
0: could have you missed the first one.
1: I missed the first one. You missed That's, the first yeah. one. Yeah,
0: because it's very subtle. And then subtle you missed the second one. While I was looking down. Yeah. <laughs> I was cutting my cuticle and um, you you went and I was like, oh, rewind it. But the first really one. Just I was really like,
1: creative things like that that were Yeah, really I really like that. Yeah.
0: The first one was like... Um,
1: I had to like look at it and the, oh, there it is. Because,
0: you know, the, you, the, the camera person and, and your cinematographer, uh, you know, they they set that up. You know that you're supposed to be looking at something. It's just, it's camouflage. So you're yeah. not sure, am I looking to the left, to the middle, to the right, Where up or down? Where am I going? I, I lucked out, I think, that I happened to be looking in the right spot because mm-hmm. I saw it kind of early on, and I'm like, that's gonna move. It's
1: in the trailer, too, and I still missed it.
0: And, uh... And the subtlety of that, I love. I love when you kind of think you see something, Mm -hmm. you don't get to see all of it. You're not sure what the hell's going on. I think that they they with modern audiences, they had to give you the full picture of what this thing looked for. People were going to lose their minds if they didn't get to see what the whole thing looked like. And so, yes, I would have preferred that it have been a bit more. There was there was a moment in the film
1: where I was like. I wish it would have stopped right at that moment. Right. Yeah, and then because the uh, the film was great. I I I'm not a huge fan of like modern horror films either. I was a big fan of horrors back in the day, horrors, <laughs> <laughs> horror horror films back I in the bet day. You were, and um, but they just seem so formulaic now. Although they they have been trying to get more creative with them, which I appreciate. But this one, I felt I loved how they played with people's um. Uh, uh, pain and sadness and, mm-hmm. and things that they regret and all this stuff and, and how it kind of played with that and a lot of the visuals that it took it, melding the world that they were in with the world that their uh you know, things that, whatever their fear, not their fear, because it's not like playing on your fear, but it's like whatever, whatever it is that makes you sad or unhappy and it, melding that world with the current world was just really, really interesting. Um, I thought it was
0: it reminds me... Like, for,
1: like, 70 minutes, it was amazing.
0: It reminded me of... I cannot remember the name of that movie. What was it, Troll, or, the, like, a tro- Troll Hunter? Troll Hunter,
1: yeah, something like that. Okay,
0: so Troll Hunter was a movie... Geez, I want to say that movie came out, like, not eight, nine years ago, 10, yeah. maybe ten years ago, even. Um, I remember when I heard the premise for Troll Hunter, I was like, Are you kidding? That's not going to work. It was a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, I didn't... Expect the troll to be that scary and for them to look that realistic especially mm-hmm. at that time you didn't really see that a lot yeah. and that's why I thought like I'm gonna make giant trolls how are they gonna make this look good now yeah. yeah you know with where we've gone with with the effects and technique and stuff but it reminded me of a combination of Troll Hunter and Blair Witch yes it was like they took those two movies and they slammed those two ideas together yeah. um, the first Blair Witch not the ones that happened after <laughs> that alright um, and so it, it took it took those two those two storylines
1: yeah.
0: and it weaved them together. And it worked amazingly. Um, I thought... What I really appreciated also was that, okay, this happens in, in horror movies all the time and thrillers and stuff where as a group or even as two people, but you experience something that you know is not okay. And they somehow proceed as if it didn't happen. You know, yeah. I hate when they do... Because it's like realistically... As a human being, you'd be like, WTF? What just happened? Like, how was it? You'd be freaked out. You would be unraveling emotionally, which is what worked against them, which is what would happen. Yeah. You know, yeah, maybe one person out of that group is strong enough to push past it. But the reality is most people are going to lose their shit. When you experience something scary like that, emotionally, you're, you know, you wake up from a nightmare and you, you know, you've pissed yourself or you, you know, you're scared enough for that to happen. You don't just proceed like, all right, we're Southwest. I don't know. Yeah. just head that way. You know, you'd be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Um, And so I really liked that they did that, that they did, they did address the human side of that fear and how you would react, the the psychological toll toll that it would take on people. Because
1: that's the thing is like how you actually react in those situations is. A lot of times you're just you're in denial about it and and you're in shock, so you're just focusing on getting the fuck out of there or or whatever. You know, if you're in the middle of the woods and this shit happens, you're like, all right, we just got to get the fuck out of here because your brain, it just shuts down and you just got to focus mm-hmm. on getting the hell out of there. So. But, but sometimes they're But sometimes cash. they, yeah. Sometimes they're just like, oh, that was crazy. Let's get out of here. <laughs> you know, or
0: they'll like cut a joke, or it's like something yeah. crazy happens, and then there's always that horny couple in the group that you're yeah. like, really, right now, this is what you're thinking of doing. Yeah, like <laughs> we almost just died, and that's where your brain went. Um, so,
1: I mean, for some people, well,
0: for some people, yeah. I mean, everybody handles stress and trauma differently, mm-hmm. and so I can see. That's what I'm saying. I can't see a person in the group maybe pushing through and becoming the leader, but someone, at least one person is going to fall apart. And well, and you had that in this group. You had it.
1: them all reacting to it in, in different, different ways, but yeah. much more realistic than normally would.
0: Yeah. So getting to the monster. So I guess that's, the, you know, the spoiler, although it's because, really not in the trailer. You, yeah. do you know that something's coming.
1: Right. And, um, and at the end of the day, that's all it is, right? It's just a monster flick. Just like. It is, you know, it is. troll hunter or whatever, well, but it's just how are we, how, what are you basing this on? What, how, you know, how are you wrapping this up? And, 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 um, it was just interesting, but yeah, the monster. They
0: jumped on the, like, the Nordic yeah. monster train. Midsummer did this, mm-hmm. and, you know, this weird folklore. Um, you know, they do have like Krampus and they have like weird baby eater folklore things. So they do have freaky stuff. I think like Hansel and Gretel is like German or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some pretty like twisted uh, stories in, in history. And so when you think of that, it's like, okay, well, they're not making that up. It's not like they targeted this, this one region of the world and were like, you have a horrible history. They really do have these weird kind of monster stories. And so it works perfectly to make movies about these areas. Yeah um onto the monster i didn't i would have preferred not to have seen it like i'd said but i knew they were going to have to show it i knew i was going to have to see it i did not think and they were very clever in never showing you this thing in bright light oh, so yeah. you get to i mean because it, it works it only functions at night i guess mostly yeah, it only comes um, out at
1: night
0: <laughs> um it is a man eater mm-hmm. so um it it has, it's nocturnal, it's a nocturnal monster, and so it's much easier to play to that, where you, you know, you can play with shadows, and you're never really seeing what it looks like in detail, so that was helpful, mm-hmm. um, but I still don't know, like, physically what I was looking at, you know, it had this, like, so it, to me, it looked like um, a, spoiler It'll be okay. So the next twenty seconds, don't listen. It looked like a giant reindeer with Barbie arms glued to it. Yeah. Um. But then at one point, it sort of can stand, and then turns into like this, like like Shiva looking, yeah, thing with glowy eyes, and you know. Okay, come back. Um. <laughs> so, I I appreciated that it was physically weird. Hmm. It wasn't like this typical kind of monster. It looked really kind of bizarre and twisted, and yeah. and it had um it had an ability to um sort of cause a hallucination, I guess. Yeah. Which I thought was doubly cool. And yeah. Right. If you're gonna show it to me, then to make it have this sort of thing, mm-hmm. this ability to morph and uh, and mess with your head, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. I I felt like you didn't like the monster as much.
1: I didn't. Um... <laughs>
0: I didn't. <laughs> And it wasn't anything
1: against like the execution of it or the design concept of it. I mm-hmm. just I'm just I, I don't feel like I need to see it all the time. You know, There, like I said, there was this point in the film and they still hadn't shown the entire thing yet. And I was like, if they just end it right here mm-hmm. and then uh, some more spoilers coming up here um, because I, I have to make this point and I don't want to spoil it. Um, they tried to get into all of the backstory of this thing mm-hmm. and the folklore of it mm-hmm. and with this, this um group of people that are worshiping it and stuff and I was like, That's it it was executed well based on the concept, but it was the concept itself I didn't like. Yeah. You know, the lighting in it, it was, was great. It was and, typical. And it was, you know, that's to me, once they found that that little village of people and... Um, first of all, you don't
0: follow the lights. That the first thing I said when I was like, why would you follow the fire lights? I would go in the opposite direction. Yeah. There's no way.
1: You could have skipped that whole thing for me and it, it would have been a much more effective film. That said, I still would highly recommend watching it because I think they do something interesting in that genre. Yeah. Personally.
0: I enjoy, I enjoyed the film. Maybe because my expectations were kind of lower since it was horror and I, don't, I tend not to like yeah. it. But I, I had seen it in a couple of articles of like top 10 Netflix films that you probably haven't seen or yeah. this and that. And I kept seeing it and I was like, all right, it's in my list. I'm going to finally watch it. I didn't regret it. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it now made me go on to that director's page. And I want to see more of what that yeah. director has because uh, yep. he's got a look. It's, uh, he likes, uh, the C700. No, he, he likes like the occult and stuff. It yeah. seems that the stuff that he's done is very much, uh, you know, in that
1: direction. Who would make a movie about occult? Lame.
0: No, occults and cults are two different, yeah. uh, two different things. He's more into the occult. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, you know, there's, I, when I think of a movie like the witch,
1: mm-hmm. the witch.
0: I like the way, that, first of all, that movie looked beautiful. It's an it a Four movie, so it's going beautiful. It looked beautiful. The story was cool. Um, I just don't know why I, I didn't get what I thought I was getting. And not because I didn't get to see something scary. I don't like that. It just, for some reason, went in a direction I didn't think it was going. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I expected from that film, but I kind of didn't get it. Right. Not like I didn't understand, but I just didn't get the satisfaction I thought I was going to get yeah. from it. But it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I still recommend that movie. Yeah. It just wasn't like people worship that movie that love it. You well, know, they it's, think it's,
1: it's, the, it's another film that I mean, it, I, I personally liked. I thought it looked beautiful. I mean, it was like a, a, a cinematography yeah,
0: greeting, masterclass. It was, beautiful. It was just
1: really beautiful. But I feel like, um, yeah, same with this film in terms of like really great build up And then,
0: yeah, it was like at the end, you know, I was like, all right, you the goat and yeah. All right. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but I liked it. I mean, it was still fun to watch and, um, it, it's not, it's not easy to write stuff like that. And that's why we can say, Hey, here's what I didn't like about this personally for me. Here's what didn't work. Someone might be confused because, we'd then say it was great. And it's like, yeah. well, how could it be great if you had like three things that you didn't like about it or well, whatever, because it, it's
1: not black or white, nothing,
0: know? nothing is perfect. And what one person finds scary, someone else doesn't or whatever, like midsummer to me. Um, I feel like that's a film you either love or you didn't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe not. I, I didn't dislike it, but I didn't love it. I can appreciate it. And I appreciate Ari Arister's direction and the type of movies that he makes. Mm-hmm. To me, Hereditary was better, but even Hereditary at the end of Hereditary, the last 10 minutes of Hereditary or five minutes or whatever, once they get into that treehouse, I didn't like that. I could have really lived without that, but it was the the suspense and the cinematography and the story was beautiful, Mm -hmm. cool creep factor, Uh, but nothing's perfect. I can say there are things I don't like about something and still say it was very good. Yeah. So um I hope to see more stuff like that. I, I I just wish more horror movies did that instead of I don't know just these weird directions that this is very typical. Like they follow the story, you know, the the horror movie schematic. Yeah, it's not easy to scare people. I've not written. I mean, I've written like horror shorts, like little skits we've done and stuff years ago. But um, I'm in the process of trying to do one now and. It's not, it's especially difficult to do that in a short period of time because yeah. you can't, you don't have time to build a lot of suspense in 15 minutes. Right. You kind of have to get to the point and hope that you scare the crap out of people or, or at
1: least creep them out, creep or them
0: out in that amount of time. And so that's where I'm finding the challenge as a writer is like, am I going to be able to tell this story effectively in 15 minutes yeah. and get it right? I don't know. It, Probably will fall completely flat. But um, I think it's a process that you have to learn how to do. So I, I'll try it again. Yeah. I'm not afraid to just be like, all right, that didn't work.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But now I know what didn't work now that I've seen it. That's the shitty thing about filmmaking is that you don't know that you've done something wrong until you've already done it. And yeah. you put all the work into it. You've put all the money and the time into it. And then you see your you see the end product and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Now I know what I did wrong. You know, Well, yeah, yeah. now I know what I did wrong. Um. Okay, next time. Yeah. Don't do that. And then maybe the next time you do something else. So you you worked on that one issue that you're like, all right, I didn't make that mistake again. But now I made a whole new mistake. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Okay. You add it to the list. And I don't know, maybe fourth or fifth time is the charm. Some people just really have that great vision mm-hmm. and they get it right, f- you know, at, from the jump.
1: Yeah. Not us.
0: Not me. <laughs> I'm definitely I I get lucky every so often, but uh yeah, I, I still very much make mistakes that I I I think are not there until everything's already done.
1: Yeah.
0: What can you do? Live and learn. Live and learn. So, we have a guest next week? Yeah. Yeah. I never like to say who the guest is in case something happens. Uh but we we should have a guest on next week so that'll be fun. Um and uh so shout outs Steady Geekin, reality. Mograph.com. Pretty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> robotic. We want to think Mograph dot com. Yeah. Um you so, just threw me off.
1: Oh, sorry. Go, go start over. Go ahead. <sighs> go. And action.
0: <laughs> thank you to Mograph.com. Mograph uh, to the to, to the dudes there. Um, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're still waiting for them to just like email us and be like, this isn't working this out, isn't guys. Work. Like, you're just not...
1: Although they're not really losing anything by having us on there, so... I don't
0: know, unless somebody's like, what do you have those jerks on there for? Yeah. We're not gonna... We're not listening to your podcast anymore until you get these losers out
1: of here! Yeah. Um, Eventually, there'll be more and we'll just be one of many.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, a Reality Bomb Comic Cast, Steady in, Not Up For Debate. Um, if you have a film, if you have a project, if you have something that you uh, believe in or want us to see, um, we've had, like random people like suddenly more people following us and mm-hmm. it's so weird yeah in a cool way but it's so weird it's like what's this about i have no i don't know i have no idea who this Somebody person we don't is.
1: know liked our stuff <laughs>
0: what's going on what's happening here so uh yeah so check us check us out next week hopefully we shall have our guest
1: mm-hmm. and uh, we'll have know. our guest have our guest
0: and Ba-da-ba-da. the following week we will talk about perry mason that mm-hmm. ends this week yeah um we you know as you know if you've been following us, you know, we don't like to go episode to episode. We just want to talk about the whole thing in one yeah, shot, buddy. like a Band-Aid. Uh, so we will be talking about that two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't watched Perry Mason, do you also
1: give my quick review of The Rain. That whole series ended, so I'll give a quick review of that okay. then as well. I mean,
0: you could have done that today. If
1: you yeah, we'll do it. I'll, you know, because people just still got to watch it. Let it simmer? Yeah.
0: All right. Let it simmer. Um, yeah, so... We love you and appreciate you, and it's all great. And everybody, be safe out there, and just wear the fucking mask. It's not it's it's not that hard, it. it's just for a little just while. Stop it. Okay.
1: All right. Bye. Bye.